Chapter 15 of Workhouse Characters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lisanne Lavoie of Swansea, Illinois. Workhouse Characters by Margaret Nevinson. Chapter 15 Mothers. For the hurt of the daughter of my people am I hurt. Astonishment hath taken hold on me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? Every first Monday of the month, a trainload of shabby, half-starved women move southward from London to one of our great poor law schools, and perhaps in the whole world, spite of poverty, hunger, and rags, there is no more joyous band. For two blessed hours, they meet their children again, and though later they return weary, hungry, and heart-sore, nothing is allowed to mar the joy of the present. For the poor are great philosophers, and hold in practice, as well as in theory, that an ounce of pleasure is worth a peck of pain. Humor exudes from every poor. Triumphs are related on all sides. Triumphs over civil authorities, triumphs over boards of guardians, triumphs over organization ladies and cruelty men, and methods are discussed as to the best way of triumphing over the school authorities and conveying sweets and cakes to the children. Yes, he kept his word and had me up, but I said as I was a widow and had to keep the girl at home to mind the sick children, and the beak dismissed the summons, and I came out and danced the jig under his nose. Done you again, old chap, I says, and he looked fit to eat me. He's a good sort, our chairman, with a terrible soft spot in his heart for widows. We always says, you have only got to put on a widow's crate, and you can get what you like out of him. So Mrs. James upstairs, she's been a milliner, you know. She rigged me out with a little bonnet and a long crepe fall and a white muslin collar, and she pulled my hair out, loose around my ears, and gave me a handkerchief with an inch border of black, and she says, There, Mrs. Evans, there ain't a bloke on the board as won't say you are a deserving case. And sure enough, they went and did just as I told them as good as gold. If I'd had my time over again, I'd come into the world a widow born. Just as I says, when Spriggs was alive, we were aft clamped but nothing could we get from the parish, cause they said he was an able-bodied man. Spriggs wasn't a lazy man, and he didn't try for work, and he wasn't a drunkard, though he did fall down under the motor bus, one of his mates standing him a drink on an empty stomach, which we all knows flies quicker to the head. It don't seem right as married ladies are carrying the kiddies should always go hungry, but it's the fact. Since Spriggs was took, and the inquest sat on him, we've had enough. But it's too late to save the little one who was born silly, and Ernest was put away in Dorinth, and I always says it was being starved, and the teacher always a caning of him because he couldn't learn on an empty stomach. Best not to marry, I says, and then if he falls out of work, we can go to the parish and get took in on our own, and you don't have to keep him later on. Did you hear about Mrs. Moore? Mrs. Moore was our landlady, 
and her husband went off about three years ago with the barmaid at the bell. The police tells her as she must come in the house whilst they look for him, but she said she wouldn't, not if it was ever so, and she was glad to be rid of bad rubbish. So she went to her old missus, who lent her money to set up a lodging house, and, being a good cook, she soon had a house full and brings up the three little ones clean and well-behaved like little lighty's children's. Then the guardian sent the other day to say his maw had been taken off to the colony hatch, mad with drink and wickedness, and she had to pay for him in there. Well, Mrs. Moore went to appear afore the board. Lord, we have split ourselves with laughing when she was a-telling us about it. She got a tongue in her head, as cooks have, I notice. They'd affect their tempers, and she went off in one of her tantrums and fair frighted them. I'm sure you'd like to pay for your husband, Mrs. Moore, says the little man what sits in the big chair. I'm sure I shouldn't, says Mrs. Moore. He's never been a husband to me. Born in the home and drinking and carrying on with other women, shocking. He promised to support me, he did. With all my worldly goods, I thee endow. And lies of that sort. But I made no such promise, and I won't do it. Working hard as I can, I just keep a roof and get food for the four of us. And if you takes a penny out of me, I don't pay it. And I drops the job, and I comes into the house with Claude and Ruby and Esmeralda, and lives on the ratepayers, same as other women, which I's a right too, being a deserted woman for three years, while he kept his barmaid, or they kept him, which is probable if I knows more, and my young Claude being a cripple for life, as far to kicking him when he was a crawler in one of his drunken fits, you may find me and imprison me, and hang me by the neck till I'm dead, but not a penny shall you get out of me. They told her to be quiet, but she wouldn't, and they pushed her out of the room and into the street, still talking, and quite a crowd came around and listened to her, and they all says, Quite right, don't pay it, my gal, and she didn't, and no one ain't asked her any more about it. She fair frighted that board of guardians, she says. She's a fine talker, is Mrs. Moore, and nothing stops her when she's once started. I'm another who's done better since mine died, said a frail little lady on crutches, with a red gash across her throat from ear to ear. And he was a real good husband, as came on regular and did his duty to all, till he lost his work through the firm bankrupting, and not a job could he get again. And somehow, walking about all day with nothing in his inside and hearing the kids always crying for bread, seemed to turn him savage and queer in his head. He took to sleeping with a carving knife under the pillow and hitting me about cruel. I know it was only trouble and didn't think wrong of the man, but I went to ask the magistrate for advice just what to do, as I thought his brain was queer and yet didn't want him put away. And the beak said he didn't think much of a black eye and I'd better go home and make the best of him. Just what I did, but he got worse. And the organization lady said as we must go to the house, or she'd have the cruelty man on us. And Jack got wild and said he wasn't so cruel as to have bred paupers, and they should go with him to a better land far, far away. That night he blazed out shocking, as you know, for it was all in Lloyd's news, and cut little Daisy's throat and rushed at Albert, killing them dead. I had an awful struggle with him, 
but I jumped out of the window just in time, though my throat was bleeding fearful, and I broke both legs in the fall. The police came, but it was too late. He'd done for himself and the two children, though I always give thanks to Mrs. Dorr, who came in whilst he was wrestling with me, and took off with the little ones and locked them up in the top floor back. I'd done better since then. The boards took Amy and Leonard, and I managed nicely on my twelve shillings a week, with only Cholmondeley and the baby to look after. It don't seem right somehow. No, it ain't right. Married ladies ought not to go short, but we always do. Boards and organization ladies thinks as men keeps us. Granny says they most always did in her day, and rich people does still, I suppose. But it ain't the fashion down our street, and it falls heavy on the woman, what with earning short money and being most always confined. My son says as it's the law as is old and ought to be swept somewhere into limbo. Not as I understands it, being no scholar. Here we are at last. Ain't it a joyful sight to see the heavens and the earth and no houses in between? It always feels like Sunday in the country. End of chapter 15. Recording by Lysanne Lavoie.